we prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. We are the orphans of the American dream. Hey everybody, welcome to episode lucky 13 of the Orphans of the American Dream podcast. Sasquatch sitting here as always with my comrade Tommy and my buddy J-Bone. Hello. Good it's been, it's been uh, not quite the eventful week, eventful week that we've usually had, but that's not the worst thing in the world. Less crazy news is okay in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Absolutely. Um, speaking of news, um, Nikki Haley had some interesting comments um, recently, and we're going to play you a little clip, and Tommy's going to say some things about it. Break it down, comrade style. It's easier than ever to make snarky remarks or take joy in opponents' mistakes or misfortunes. Raise your hand if you've ever posted anything online to quote-unquote own the libs. I know it's fun and that it can feel good. But step, <laughs> but step back and think about what you're accomplishing when you do this. Are you persuading anyone? Who are you persuading? Yes. I love that so much. My favorite lines, right, where you cut it off, uh, where she says, who are you persuading? Are you persuading anyone? Like, that is my number one, like, I try my hardest. And like she said, it gets the best of everybody. You do it. You know, it's fun and it's funny. Mm -hmm. And usually happens when you're just done with a conversation. You don't have any, you know, where to go with it. But I really try to... Everyone I talk to, whether I agree or disagree with them, at least show them that the side of what I believe. Like, like this is why I, I feel that. Can you understand? Right. You know? And the own the libs thing is never that. It's always just, <clears throat> you're an idiot. Go suck an egg. Yeah. That's the bottom line. And that's what she's getting at here is like, all you're doing is causing more division. And. Sometimes you can't bridge the gap. But just the fact that she even said that to a group who has been chastised for doing exactly that, Charlie Kirk and his uh, Turning Point USA group, has been attacked pretty heavily for being just the group that does everything just to own the libs. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of good points, and they're given a platform for young conservatives to go to besides YAF and they had their little spat and that's whatever. But she's not wrong to point out that this is an issue and no one else is doing this. Mm -hmm. You know, the only people that are saying anything against it is the left and these kids who do nothing but own the libs aren't hearing that. They're not hearing that criticism. Nikki Haley says that. You know how many kids walked out of there going, you know, I feel kind of dumb. I thought about that. I feel kind of dumb doing that now. Mm-hmm. 
That's amazing. Yeah, she was definitely right to say that. Because um, it happens a lot. I mean, we talk to a lot of people uh, and ha- try to have conversations. And there's a lot of times um, where we're, I mean, we're trying to explain our part and they're just not having it whatsoever. We've gotten into plenty of little arguments. And no matter how hard you try, they're not going to give it in whatsoever. And they're just trying to own you, you know. But, yeah, she's 100% right. Right. And that clip <clears throat> was perfect. Not bashing it, but there's definitely more than what she said. She goes on after asking, she says, who are you persuading? She says, we've all been guilty of it at some point or another, but this kind of speech isn't leadership. It's the exact opposite. Real leadership is about persuasion. It's about movement. It's bringing people around to your point of view, not by shouting them down, but by showing them how it is in their best interest to see things the way you do. I understand what she meant by that. And I also understand how that could be taken in the exact opposite way. You know, this is what I believe. Look at this paper until you believe it. I, that's that's what they're going to mm-hmm. say. But that's not what she meant. What she meant was the snarky. <clears throat> yeah, that's not getting you anywhere. Where if no, you, it's only going to piss them off. Right. And like she divides you more. But throw an arm over somebody and show them your shoes. Show them why you think this is the way it is. Mm-hmm. And give them a reason to say, you know what? He's not wrong there. You know? I totally agree. Um, I will say, last episode, you had mentioned you're going to win so much, you're going to get tired of winning. I think this mindset of people on the right, Trump supporters, owning the libs, Mm -hmm. is a product of that. Not a product of you're sick of winning. It's just we're at actually have a chance. We're kicking ass, so we're... We're letting people know. People are, I mean, well, that's the whole, you know, the Trump train and everything. Yeah. All those people that are, we have plenty of friends and family who are on that same boat where they're just really excited. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, you can't, you really can't help but to show your excitement in that way because we're able to do it. And that's kind of the last I, eight years, it sucked. You know, now we're finally giving our chance. And to be fair, there's definitely a dopamine hit. Oh, yeah. When you point out the easiness of the them mm-hmm. argument, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, no. and and when you do it enough, it just becomes natural. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think but she's definitely right. We do need yes. to rein it in, rein it in a little bit, and try to, like we say, talk to each other, mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. each other. Right. Yeah. Let's we, come together. We won. We had our fun. Right. Now let's get together. No, but uh, <laughs> seriously, though, she, I think these kids and the younger, like, your 18, 19, 20-year-olds who are really really just getting into politics probably for the first time, that's when I got into politics. Maybe these kids were playing around at 14 years old. I don't know. Who knows? I wasn't. But let's say they're, they're, they're just getting into it. They're getting into it at a time where the people they agree with are one, winning, two, they're doing everything that they want to do. You know, they're not like like me. I kind of I kind of came up during the end of the Bush years when I was looking back and going, you know, maybe all those things I thought were cool in high school were really not cool. And then we got Obama, 
And I was like, this is what politics is? This is so depressing. And then we got Trump, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, all this stuff that, that the left said doesn't work actually works. And we're doing it, and it's all working. And hey, he's not doing everything on this conservative line. He's, you know, like the terrorists. The terrorists are not conservative. No. But yeah, he Ron believes Paul, it's necessary. Ron Paul is like fucking dead fast <laughs> against the terrorists. Yeah, absolutely. But he believes that's what he should do. And yeah. that's amazing. That's the beauty of this country. It is. Yep. It's, it's, the be- it's the beauty of not bowing down to the duopoly of the right and the left. Yep. And I think that's why he's being so successful because there are good and bad on both sides. And I would say the terrorists in this situation are good. You know, we are going to suffer. And he's actually putting in place, you know, the money for the farmers for when that does happen. That's a whole nother yeah. topic. But I think the end game is going to be favorable to us. Yeah. It may, so, t- may be tough getting there for some pe- some people, but I think the end, it's it's going to it's gonna pay off. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. Like, we're now seeing this crazy president who's doing things that no other president would do, jumping back and forth between the fine line of left and right. And he's being very successful at it. Gee, that seems like he has the will of the people. Isn't that something? Their interest in at heart. He's keeping them in mind. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So Isn't that that's how it what should these, be? Yeah, but that's what these kids are being born into politics with. And that's a good thing. It is, but they're very excited, and I think they're overzealous, and I think especially the ones that are following that TP, the, the turning point crowd, are not being ushered the wrong way. I don't think that's the word I want to use, but I think they're maybe, maybe there is something to this, you know, being just a little too, it's like, like parenting, you know, you don't want to be their friend. You want to be their leader. Their, you know, you want to take care of them. Parent. Yeah. (laughs) I I was trying to think of a different word. (laughs) But like it's, I think it's the same thing. I think the TP, the, what it appears to me is the turning point crowd seems to put themselves more at the level of the kids they should be mentoring. Could be. Yeah. Uh, I think another product of this whole, you know, we're having fun with this, you know, wiping the floor with the left. Right. It is pretty easy. I think mm-hmm. we need to be doing it to a certain extent as well because – for so long, you know, the average typical rhino, mm-hmm. Republican, GOP, they just get their asses handed to them. They bow down to the media. They bow down mm-hmm. to the Democrats, whatever. I mean, I, it's good that we're, we have a backbone now. Mm-hmm. Right. We're, we're standing up for ourselves. And I think a little bit of that has come, like Nikki Haley's message here, because I really do think she is kind of part of that crowd. And I think that's a little bit of that seeping in there. Oh, okay. I see that's what that's one of my. I think that's part of it. Yeah, I'm not saying she's bad. I think she's no. doing a really good <sighs> job at her role. But oh yeah, she's amazing. She, I, th- I think she's. I would, I would venture to say a little bit more establishment than Probably. non-establishment. So, but even a good side to you know turning point. I love them, but I do too. There is a, sure. there is a good side to them. Uh, having this you know we're winning you know this that mentality like we're talking about 
is it is bringing in a younger crowd into politics, starting them younger, so they're not getting in it too late. And a different crowd, too. Yeah. Because the YAF crowd brings in your really nose... I don't want to say that. Blue Bloods. Yeah, Yeah. a different crowd, Mm -hmm. whereas the Turning Point crowd seems to be the more... They're average. Blue-collar, middle, you know, run-of-the-mill people, where your YAF crowd just happens to seem to be more top brow yeah it's just getting your casual conservatives and i think that's a big difference in them too i'm not, I, I like them both i think they're both doing great things I yeah think- and you made a great point as far as these young kids are they're, they're very fortunate to be coming in coming, now coming into this right now like we're winning like they're not going to know anything other than we're winning. And I think that'll keep them hungry as they get older. Oh, yeah. It'll make them, oh, it'll make their drive triple when we get a another Barack Obama as a president yeah. or a Hillary. Like, it'll make them just well, We're not going to get Hillary, so we don't have to worry about that. No, I agree. But those it, it'll just make their blood boil, you know. I mean, look what it's done for us. Yeah, I mean, personally, I mean, we have this, you know, now we're looking into, you know, more local stuff. Like we talked about uh, last week with Cass Jackson mm-hmm. running for the Libertarian uh, governor for Illinois. Um, I mean, we're working our ass off. We've made extra Twitter accounts and everything for him. I mean, we're excited about it. We're wanting to push and get in, you know, into more stuff. And, and by the way, speaking of Cash Jackson, um, if you guys are free Sunday, um, he's having yeah. a 100-day rally at Centennial Park in Champaign. So if any of you guys are local, come to it. Yep. If you're not sure who he is, I'm sure you'll find out. Yeah, yeah Centennial sure. Park from uh, 4 to 7 p.m. Yep. It should be awesome. We'll be there. Yeah, Two we'll be there. Will be. And uh, if you can't be there, um, I'll be there filming. We're gonna. I'm probably going to, depending on how it goes... I'm going to shoot some stock video, but I'm also probably going to, on our Twitter, OAD underscore studios, mm. probably going to live stream a little bit from it, especially when Cash is talking. So mm-hmm. tune into that if you want to. Absolutely. Heck yeah. Yeah, no. It's uh, all good. I just, every time she speaks, I just feel like she's got gold. Just coming fear, out of her mouth every time. You get time. a fear boner, don't you? <laughs> I do a little bit. Like she's a, she's awesome. I really like her, and uh, this is no different. Like she walked into a crowd and said basically the exact opposite of what they thought they were going to hear. Yeah, anyone thought they were going to hear. And there's plenty of people that went to this event and pandered to the crowd they thought they were going to, and said the exact opposite of what she said. You know, that, that's the kind of, of courage she has to do that kind of stuff. And she takes that stuff to the UN all day, every day. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, it's uh, something. Yeah, so another bit of news here is North Korea. Um, we'll talk a little bit of that here in a sec. Hold on. Yeah, um, North Korea, they started dismantling uh, their key missile facilities um that is pretty awesome wait what yeah i thought i thought they were going to nuke us no not Apparently comply not. yeah not they're do actually what we're asking them to do yeah, they're doing it 
so fun. Wild, right? Winning, <laughs> winning. But yeah, they started dismantling a missile engine test site, um, and he, Kim Jong Un, promised he would during their historic summit um, in Singapore, and he's doing it. They started uh, dismantling a rail-mounted building. Um, there's uh, where workers they used to uh, assemble their space launch vehicles. Not sure really where they made it with that, but they're dismantling it now. Didn't work much anyway, but we're happy for it. Yeah, it's like, and you know it sucks. The less could be upset about this somehow. Like North Korea is dismantling their nuclear armament, and somehow that's a bad thing. Yeah, I always, every time, you know, Trump pulls something off and, and like, oh, they freak out about it, and then it actually works, I always try to think, okay, how the hell are they going to spin this? Mm-hmm. And well, I never they, they can. Do. I can't I can't come up with a way. I was like, oh, maybe they're going to do this. No, nah, that's stupid. They'll, that's, they can't do that. They pull it off somehow. Yeah. I mean, not really pull it off, but they end up doing it anyway. Yeah. No, it's a joke. And I don't... I'm not going to completely discredit their fears about this. You no, know, I mean, honestly, it's North Korea. Honestly, common sense dictates that the left is right about the North Korea thing. Everything with our history tells us. That's a us, conundrum. I'm not wrong. <laughs> the left everything is right everything with our history with North Korea says yeah. they're going to agree to this, they're going to agree to this, and then they're never going to do it. Taking down this one site is not doing it. It is a good step towards progress, and I'm all about it, and I'm very happy about it. But they could stop. It could still be North Korea taking tiny steps that don't matter to them to keep us happy so that we don't keep the pressure on them. You know, it could still be more of that, and we'll see. I hope by the end of the year... This is all done, and we're having a huge celebration because there is no more nuclear North Korea. Because and there were North Korea got on a McDonald's because North Korea got on McDonald's. Exactly, fair trade. Well, there were reports of Trump privately talking, saying that he was um, a little frustrated with the progress, but mm-hmm. um, he has since said that he is. He tweeted that he is very happy with the progress. So. And I wouldn't, and I wouldn't be surprised if he is frustrated with the progress currently, right now, as they're taking this apart. But saying that he's not, just because they're doing something, no need to put fire on the, or you know, gasoline mm-hmm. on the fire, like all the left has wanted him to do with North Korea after he stopped doing yeah. that. And with Putin. And these are just, you know, reports. Yeah, Who knows if he even said it. But right. even even privately, if he said, you know, I'm a little bit frustrated. I wish they would be going a little bit faster. But he's still happy. You can you can have it both ways. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, it's, it's amazing. This is, this is good news. No way oh, yeah. around that. So, Tommy, did we get... A big win here in Illinois recently from a very unexpected place. So, not Illinois. The entire country. So, what happened here? it really helps a place like Illinois. It does. It does. Even though we're in a sanctuary county. Thank God. 
Yeah, but, it's uh, becoming more of a thing, isn't it? it? Is. Up to like almost 40 counties now. There's a lot yeah. of them, yeah. I, yeah, it's a good time. Uh, Second Amendment Sanctuary County. Y'all should uh, jump on the Iroquois County train and get on that game. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, Weren't we the originators? We were. We yeah. were the first one in the yep. whole country to do it. Proud it of wonderfully, us. what, 25 square mile... Is there even 20,000 people to live in this county? I don't know, but it's 20,000 awesome fucking people. Well, absolutely, but I don't even think there's 20,000. Shh. Don't care. There might not be 15,000. Anyways, moving on. So the Ninth Circuit Court, the court that everyone loves to laugh at because <laughs> they're the most overturned court in, the, in all of the lands. But they actually did something good. Yep. I mean, I never thought I would say... The Ninth Circuit Court and amazing ruling in the same sentence, it's but I'm gonna like say it twice. You said left was right. I know, I know that they were. I'm, I'm gonna say it twice. <laughs> they wrote two cases. One that uh, blocks the California confiscation of large capacity magazines. No, you're not allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. That's breaking the Second Amendment. So says the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, the most overturned court in all of the lands, the when? most ridiculous court in all of the lands, and and they're doing this. They, oh, it's amazing. I'm sorry, it's just very exciting. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, the court noted that the Second Amendment protected ownership of weapons that have a reasonable relationship to the preservation or efficiency of a well-regulated militia, and that. The ammunition for a weapon is similar to the magazine for a weapon, stating that they cannot ban large-capacity magazines, which is awesome. The second case was a completely different one, and uh, but it also pertained to the Second Amendment. It said it blocked the Hawaii ruling that stated. Uh, you can't open carry, but because Hawaii doesn't have a concealed carry, uh, he's pausing. His mm-hmm. uh, fear boner for Nikki Haley has turned into a freedom boner. Yes, comrade Tomac. Okay. That's Russian for Thomas. The Hawaii ruling, it knocks down the Hawaii ruling, protecting a right to conceal carry, protect a right to open carry, or protect both, but block a citizen's right to carry entirely or limit the right to a small or insulated subset of law-abiding citizens, then you violate the right to bear arms. It basically stated that the right to keep and bear arms is two parts you have the right to keep arms in your home for self-defense you also have the right to bear arms and that extends outside the home whether it be concealed or open carry one of each one or the other or both have to be honored in every state in the country i think they were more pointing towards open carry more because than concealed right because uh but <clears throat> they're saying both the reason they're saying they're f- focusing on open carry in this case is because the ruling in Hawaii said that open carry was banned. Mm-hmm. 
So they were just saying, no, you can't do that because you already have on the books that concealed carry is banned. Right. Either way, a win. Absolutely a Big win. win. But but he it goes into definition and explains even further that like breaking down the sub like the post Civil War arguments about the Second Amendment because that's where you get the pre Civil War arguments about Second Amendment is where you get all this. It was a different time. It was a different people. It was a different this. You needed guns on you all the times. So now you don't. And there is a lot of post Civil War conversation and debate about the second amendment and what it should constitute and what it shouldn't. And they go into great detail in just dismantling everything about like, no. And like, uh, killing everything that says that you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. You can't do that in, in regards to, um, gun confiscation laws in regards to taking the guns away from law abiding citizens who haven't done anything wrong. You know, that kind of thing. Making it harder for law-abiding citizens to get guns. They they explain all these things to even the effect of the red flag laws that I'm not necessarily for, which state that um, if I think the Sasquatch here is crazy, I tell the police the Sasquatch here is crazy, they come take his guns. No due process, no anything. Now, what... Now, this was actually institute... They, they used to do this back post-Civil War. They did these exact same laws. The difference was, what they did was, I said, the Sasquatch is crazy. Take his guns away. The police looked at the evidence, or the whatever it was back then, looked at the evidence and stated, okay, you're right. The Sasquatch is crazy. We're going to take his guns. It went to court. The court said, the Sasquatch is not crazy. Give him his guns back. Sasquatch got his guns back, and me, the guy who said the Sasquatch is crazy, paid for everything the Sasquatch missed out on because I said he was crazy. It puts a hmm. consequence on the person giving, saying you're crazy. Now, apparently, then they state it in here that a lot of these red flag, red flag. A lot of these red flag laws are exactly that around the country right now that they are implementing. A lot of them do have that in there that the person making the claim will have repercussions if it's found that there's no issue with this guy having guns. If we take this guy's guns and there's nothing wrong, you're going to be in trouble, which is awesome. And I can totally, I, I can totally flip flop on my position on red flag laws if that is accurate. Mm-hmm. And they are doing that. If the person calling it out has consequences and shit is not wrong, that is beautiful in my mind. Consequences? I don't know what those are. A lot of America doesn't. I'm a comrade. <laughs> well, you're the comrade, but I'm just saying, there's a good swath of this country that doesn't, that do not quite seem to understand consequences. And tell me I'm crazy and take my guns away and you'll find out what consequences are. Yeah, exactly. Ridiculous, but yeah, but isn't that that? I mean, I am all about that. Sign that shit into law. Maybe. Just I like it. Fi- just don't find out I'm crazy. Yeah, it's good in premise. It's it's good in premise. I think we'll see if it mm-hmm. gets implemented. It's a, it's maybe a big win. It's a big win for the Second Amendment, regardless. Abs- yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I was like, maybe there's a reason why it went away. You know, maybe why it's not on the books now. Right. It was back in the Civil War days. I don't know, mm-hmm. but still. 
crazy awesome Second Amendment win given by the 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 Ninth Circuit Court, who Trump appointed a judge to. I couldn't find any information on which way he went on it, but it was a Judge Bennett, and uh, is the one he he appointed. And the left apparently loved him, and the right apparently hated him. And Trump appointed him, which hey, <laughs> that's different. But He's fun. He, you just never know what the guy's gonna do. <laughs> but uh, he is fun. But yeah, so yeah, good stuff. Yep. So you guys need to go to our website. <laughs> need to check out our store. Ooh. Um, have we uh, figured out maybe what our weekly promotional code? In will a be? bit. In oh, a bit. In a bit. He, he, knows, he knows what it is already. Yep. But he doesn't want to talk about it yet because we haven't talked about it yet. Are we going <laughs> to start calling you comrade? <laughs> Holding out. I control the coupon codes. <laughs> well. I control the coupon codes. Hey. Well. Hey, hey, hey. Um, Well, speaking of crazy, we <laughs> are going to tackle... Gender, identity, all that madness. Um, did you guys see or hear about the babies? Because if you haven't, I'm about to play a clip. Tommy, what do you want to say? Justin, what would you like to just think about a coupon code? <laughs> no, just go ahead. Yeah. This is madness. Um, we're gonna. I'm, gonna, I'm probably gonna mute the microphone so we don't all cackle into it while we're listening. To <laughs> That's this, probably a good so. idea. <laughs> I'm but already laughing. Here we go. Having a baby used to be a straightforward proposition. You could have a boy or you could have a girl, but now there's a third option. It's called steep civilizational decline. A handful of parents across America are deliberately keeping their children's sex hidden and instead raising so-called babies. The idea is that only the children themselves should be able to decide whether they are boys or girls without any of that pesky biological reality getting in the way. Are we a normal family? We have two kids, order dominoes for dinner sometimes. All right, I'm ready to go. In many ways, we fit the, the kind of normal stereotype. Our kids, Caden and Zyler, are three and a half years old, and we're raising them using they, them, their gender-neutral pronouns so that they can decide for themselves uh, when, if, and how they want to identify as a gender. So I think that knowing the sex or the gender of your child is important to other people, partially just because it's part of the social script. They don't notice that they're any different from any other children because they have no idea that some children are she and some children are he. All right. To them, they're all children. Um, so like, they don't notice any difference and the other kids that they're with don't notice any difference. A lot of young girls are, when they grow up, they're told, you know, don't get dirty, don't do that, that's not safe, be careful, those kinds of things. And then they grow up to think that they're not capable of doing all these things. And then the young boys are told, oh, don't cry, you're okay, be strong, and then they aren't comfortable having emotions, which can cause a lot of problems when they're older. Gender is not something that we have discussed with either of them at all, really. We're as nervous about that as most parents are about, like, how our baby's made. They haven't really asked about it, so we're waiting until that question comes up. 
I think we're just kind of gonna wing it a little bit when we get there. Um, but you know, telling them that you know gender is something that's that's fluid, and you know, a lot of people have penises, identify as being boys, but that that's not something that is necessary if you feel like you're a girl, um, and vice versa. There is research that shows when you use gender binaries in our language, when we say good morning boys and girls, or when we just say to our kids, come on girls, or what a smart boy you are, using gender to sort and categorize and label kids. We do know that that increases gender stereotypes. As a result of raising our kids as babies, I'm hoping that they'll grow up and be supportive of other people and who they are and how they feel and really confident and happy in who they are themselves. <laughs> okay. Virtue signal much? It's insane. That was literally the stupidest thing. <laughs> okay. I am now dumber. I award you zero points. <laughs> <laughs> we, are... we are now dumber for having listening to you. God have mercy on your soul. Okay, I had a coupon code before and I had I have to change it. <laughs> <laughs> Just listening to that. Okay, coupon code for this week to get 15% off your next order is mental health. All one <laughs> word, mental health. Uh, yeah. That is just ridiculous. Babies. Babies. Some people have a penis, and well, that doesn't matter. I'm No, shut up. So the first part of that clip was from Tucker Carlson. Mm. The second part was an NBC News YouTube production. Mini doc. Yeah, please. Good. Go watch the video. Gravy. Go yeah, see these yeah, people. Yeah. We'll watch it when we're done. It's it's, it's hilarious. Oh yeah. Problem. It's. I mean, I'm these sorry. kids. It, it reminds me of Big Daddy when he let the kid dress himself. <laughs> Frankenstein. <laughs> That's the kid's name. Schoolboy Steve. <laughs> Damn you. Yeah, no, it's it's such a problem. That is a problem. Yeah. What is wrong with people? We're we're just not going to tell our kids what they are. I mean, we want them just, to I mean, I think they could look down at their crotch and figure it out. Well, not a 2. But it's not just a 2. They're not know. they're not they're to... not giving a gender to them until they decide. Horseshit. Yeah, this That's, goes against everything about basic biology and anatomy. It's ridiculous. I, this is a DCFS situation. Sorry. That's that's sick. Like I said, virtue signal much? Like, yeah, pain. definitely that, for sure. It's just know, like it's these stupid. people are... At one point she said, well, we're just going to wing it. Um, it looks like you kind of already are. Yeah. No, okay. No, no. I, I wing it as a parent. Okay. Everybody, Everybody kind wings of it. wings it yeah. as a parent. That. That's not parenting. Yeah. That's terrible. That that is the. Yeah, but you're not a soy boy. Devolution. No. The de-evolution. Yeah. Of parenting. Yeah. This hyperactive want to push to the next thing that's going to be the best thing for my child ever. It used to be not spanking them. That was going to help them so much. Needs to make a comeback. 
It, yes. It does. And because I was just like, these people probably them. weren't spanked. <clears throat> no, probably not. But And even if they weren't spanked, do you even think they were actually ever even disciplined? Disciplined in any way? Right. No. But, and it's the same thing with this. We like, don't hit. And the. Oh, man. I don't know. It is. Yeah. But it, it leads into other things like the uh, the Australian lady. Well, I have one more thing to say oh, here about this. This is all in the same realm yeah. of parenting. These people are not parenting. When you're the parent, yeah. you are in control. Mm-hmm. Your mm-hmm. job is to guide your child into adulthood, teaching them things, how to be successful when they get out on their own. You coddling them and letting them decide things is something that should be a step-by-step process. Like you, you start very small, not with what gender you are. Right. Like exactly. Okay, you can have Cheerios or Honey Nut Cheerios. Which do you want? Which would you like? Small but steps. Only Cheerios. Right. Exactly. <laughs> no. Well, not that. No. But no. <laughs> no, I get it. But yeah, exactly. You have to give. You should give your child choices. Yes. It yeah. actually, it lets them feel like they're a little bit in control. Yeah, we do it all the time. Absolutely. You know, give them a choice, not what gender they want to be. No. No. Right. Little things. What do you want, what, what do you want, you want your to wear career this, to be? Do you want to wear Pick this that now. shark shirt or do you want to wear the shirt with a fire truck on it? Those are the decisions we give our right. kids. I want to wear a dress. No. <laughs> I wouldn't no. have a problem with that. Where did I don't really. Yeah. You're okay if you, you had a child, a son, mm-hmm. and he wanted to wear a dress to school just around. Oh, yeah. Let him do the same thing. I don't give a shit about that. No, I mean, if we're going, if he's going to school, I don't give a shit about that. Now, if we're going to, like, I don't know somewhere important. If we're going to like a family thing. No, no, no. Okay, well now now you're just confusing the kid. Oh, you can do it. You know, if you want to wear this, be you, be who you are. Unless we're around our family or something to do with oh, business. No, 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 no. I'm not saying now you're he's fucking no, the no, kid no, up no, in the no, head. No, 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 no. You're putting things in my mouth. You just said that. No, I didn't. I didn't say he was letting him be who he who he is in private. I'm letting him wear a dress because he wants to wear a dress. That doesn't mean he's gay. That doesn't mean I didn't he's a cross dress. You said I was letting him be who he wants to be. He wants to he be is. a guy who wears a dress. That's fine. You, 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 you were saying he wants to be who he is. Yeah. You can be yourself, wear a dress. I didn't say he was gay. Well, I'm just saying. You're putting like, Windsor in my mouth. He can do that. And there's nothing wrong with that. And me limiting when he can do that is no different than me yeah. saying when he can wear boots. I don't know. I mean, different parenting. I mean, I'm a parent. No, I hear you. I don't. Th- I just don't think I would have a problem with that. That's the thing. You, do. you don't think? I mean, I understand. I'm not. I'm not better yeah, than no, you because I have for kids. Sure, for but sure. But trust me, it makes a difference when you actually when have kids. When I get kids. to that level, I'll let you know. Yeah. All my advice is hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> and trust me, most of that shit. But until you have kids, it's wrong. Yeah, I believe that. I will not weigh in on this. I have no children mm-hmm. except knuckle children. 
That is not the coupon code for this week. Remember, it's mental health. True. All one word. Well, you know. But speaking of mental health, though, oh, good and, and, and parenting, this whack job, she, uh, the Australian girl, do we have a soundbite of that as well? Yes, we do. Um, she, Australian girl. She's, you know what? I'll let the, uh, the soundbite I like play. it when I don't know what's happening. Rip. I'm going to change your nappy now. Is that okay? Oh. Of course, the baby's not going to respond. Yes, Mum, that's awesome. I'd love to have my nappy changed. But if you leave a space and wait for body language and wait to make eye contact, then you're letting that child know that, he that has the their control. response matters. No. You're, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. As a parent, if if you're asking permission for anything, you're wrong. You're not parenting, right? Sorry. You are the parent. Take some damn responsibility. Take some control. Parent that child. It's the name. Parenting. My damn parents parent that did child. not ask me to Shit, do no. something until I was out of the house. Like over 18 years old. I mean, I moved out two weeks ago, but that's not the... No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, like I was like 19 before my parents asked me to do something, and I, it caught and, me off guard. And, see, there, and there's a difference asking them to do something. Like, hey, could you do the dishes before I get home or it something like that? It means you need to do okay, the that's, dishes. That's different. Yeah, they are basically telling you. There are but it's expectations. Asking, asking permission to do something? Sorry. Especially, like, she's and, talking to a baby, and later on in the clip, she, in that interview... They're like, well, how how young do you? And she goes, oh, all the way, you know, to infancy, you know, baby. And it's right. Like, they may but not answer you, obviously, but eye contact, eye contact, horseshit. No, and forget about like uh, yes, but what I'm saying, like like what I just mentioned with expectations, you don't get expectations. Your children don't understand that there is an expectation that when they say, hey, would you do the dishes before I get home? They don't understand that there's an expectation there when you've been asking permission since they were two weeks old. Mm-hmm. It's you do the damn dishes. Like, I mean, I w- I've worked in, in residentials with kids who had horrible parenting and you got to kind of like reteach like how things work and give structure and do that kind of thing. So this, I get this. This I understand. I don't need kids to understand this. Yeah. And this is fucking stupid. <laughs> Just balls wrong i i was blown away and we might have mentioned this chick in a way early episode i kind of remember when it first came out it was just at a passing but we just just in case you haven't heard that it kind of had to do with what we're talking about parenting and everything else and it's just wrong that's not parenting and it it kind of goes along with there's a trend that i've seen in parenting that has just like moved from you know like and I'm sure there's always been something that like the new parent generation is now doing this you know all the way back to probably the dawn of time well there's a lot of people who are getting upset because of giving your child chores right you know what it's like that's why you have kids free labor no kidding okay so you know my oldest is five years old. And that's really old. why people have kids around here for farming. Free right. labor. <laughs> so my oldest is five years old. We have him unload the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to put anything away. He's five. He's not going to climb up on the counter and put right, things away. Right. But he I has to will. empty out the dishwasher and put them on the counter. He takes the, the silverware rack out. We put it on the counter for him. He sorts them, puts mm-hmm. them away. 
And now we have our three-year-old. He actually did the silverware. Nothing sharp, so anybody listening, you don't freak out. He does only have three spoons. fingers left, but that's cool. <laughs> it was one sharp knife. <laughs> okay, that was a yeah, joke. Good. But, you know, he, and that literally just happened today. He just started mm-hmm. he, to help to help uh, his brother out. Um, he wanted to help. Right. He sees that. That's a good thing. Absolutely. He was excited. And his older brother was excited that he was helping him because he hates it. It's like when, it's <laughs> like when we were five. You have to have you know? something. It's structure. When we were Later like on, they'll enjoy six. it. We were like five and six, and our parents were like forced to buy us those fake long mowers with the bubbles because all we wanted to My do kids was have mow one. the lawn, right? Like that, yeah. All we wanted to do was mm. help. They mow it more than I do, and we always look back and joke about how stupid it was. Like, Why the heck did I want to do that? I hate mowing now, but it's like really like when you were a kid, that's all you wanted to do, and if you instill those values and those like, I guess habits Mm -hmm. they will carry on and your children will not be slobs oh way back you know like the yellow uh uh, is it play school um Mm -hmm. had the little yellow kitchen set we had one there was actually a set we didn't have it but there was another set that i've seen it was a washer and dryer yeah you know they have all these different things vacuums i just saw um recently yeah, they had lawnmowers. They had, you know, they have the chainsaws. They have all that kind of stuff. But they, there's sexist. so many different things. But it's 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 good. Yeah, absolutely. It's just parenting has gone like I call. It, we were talking about what we should call this, and like I think we kind of settled on the on the de-evolution of parenting, where like these people are going so far beyond what parenting is to what like they think is the newest and best thing like this babies thing yeah, they're this trying is one. to get on the trend when we were and... kids it was the spanking mm-hmm. you know you shouldn't spank your kids it's horrible you I shouldn't do that every single one of them. this out there i was the last child to be spanked in school it was the 2000s and i was still getting my ass whooped in your school. father was my, also one of the teachers because my dad was a teacher <laughs> and he made the shop class son of bitches make fucking paddles that he could beat my ass with well hidden, hidden as the name uh cutting board yeah <laughs> cutting board my cutting those board are, with holes in it <laughs> cutting board your ass literally literally <laughs> and um, i deserved it every damn time mm-hmm. yeah I deserved every ass whooping I oh, ever got. Yeah. Right. And that's the I, thing. Like, And I'm better for it. And so are you. And so are absolutely. you. Absolutely. Could you imagine if me and Justin didn't get our ass beat on oh my regular when we were kids? Gosh. It would have to be coming from me at we this were, point. Like, I me and you, dude. There's no looking back. We were nuts. I wouldn't be here recording this episode right now. We'd both be in prison. I'd be talking through glass recording this episode. Absolutely. <laughs> But like crazy stupid, what? Like I don't understand. Uh, truthfully, I don't understand how this generation has gotten this far without mm-hmm. that kind of discipline. There is more of it than you think it is. People just don't talk don't about talk it. Well, about you know what? Because I they're going to get chastised. I want to bring that up get... because that's bullshit. Oh, absolutely. So I worked for that residential where it was. There's a lot of different things they did. There was criminal kids. There was all sorts of other stuff. Troubled kids. Yeah. So, what I learned was that the person that taught the mandated reporter class that we had to take, because we're, you know, you're dealing with children, you have to take that class. 
the the person that taught that class had been reported to DCFS three times oh for disciplining his children because he knows what is legal and what is right and what is wrong. But people don't. Yeah. And he knows that when the DFS, DCFS <laughs> people or CFS or whatever it is in each state is different, the Child Protective Services, uh, come to do the investigation that if... I guess as soon as your child is old enough to have that conversation with them alone, you need to explain to them, like, when they show up, cooperate. This is okay. This is a good thing. This protects kids who don't have good parents. And that's that's, that's a good thing. He he is a man. He's probably 6'2", covered in tattoos, long black hair, long black beard. Has piercings. He's got his nose piercing. He's got a gauge in his lip. You know, guy looks like he's straight out of a horror flick, right? Has the cutest blonde five-year-old little girl. She's just adorable, right? Because his his wife is smoking hot. And nothing to do. He's like, she got nothing from him. (laughs) So anyways, they were in Walmart and she was throwing a tantrum. So he threw her over his shoulder and walked out to the car. We're going to sit out here until you calm down, mm-hmm. right? Got to the car, barely got to the car before cops pulled in behind him, pulled in in front of him. They, they thought he was stealing the kid. Oh, jeez. They didn't know it was his. Somebody called it in. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, oh, no, no, no. Okay, here's my hands. You know, do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Sit down and be like, no, this is a misunderstanding. I can call her mom. She can come out here. She's probably got information that shows that you know she's our yeah. daughter or this that and the other and they did and it was all cool the cops apologized said hey it happens I'm glad you, you know didn't you're glad it wasn't what we thought it was you know and everything was fine two other situations very similar to that kind of thing one he uh was spanking her it might have been a walmart too actually it was he they were out shopping and he spanked her no marks, you know, you're not leaving bruises. Mm-hmm. You have, you actually have to hit a, hit a kid pretty hard to leave a bruise. Yeah. Especially on their butt. Like, it's, you, you, you instill this young, Justin, mm-hmm. you can probably verify this, that, you know, oh, I didn't like that. It's not that it hurts. It's that it's shock. It's, mm-hmm. oh, crap. That, what, that, that happened? And once that's instilled, the older they get, you don't need to increase the amount of pressure you you in, do. No, and especially like at least in my instance, you know, I yes, I've spanked my children. Right. You know, if you do it once or twice, and there and I, I gotta say, there is a major difference. There is a line between, you know, spanking and abuse. Absolutely. There, there's punishing and abuse. So. And it's a hard and, line. Like you can't yeah, accidentally not, cross it. Yeah, I, I accidentally. If you beat bruise my your child. kid on the ass, you were angry. Yes, and that's yeah. where the line. That's mm-hmm. the line. Yes. Don't speaking, do that. Speaking of lines, getting your getting a butt whooping, that's the line. You're telling your children, don't cross this. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's the thing. That's Most the, the time, consequence. When you, it's a symbolic thing. Right. If that's you do it right, no consequences. If you do it right, you you're going to have to do, do it anymore. less in the future. Exactly. Because they and, know here's the boundary. And yep. it's that's right, exactly where we are. Like as I was saying, like you know, in my instance, yes, you do it a couple times, whatever. 
they're not going to want it. Right. And as soon as they get in trouble, they're like, they know. they know. And it's not like they're fearing because I whipped out a belt and beat the shit out of them. They just don't want, nobody wants a spanking. I mean, there's right. older people who are into that, but kids don't. <laughs> Comrade. And but, you don't, <laughs> you don't, and you, and it's, it's basically Pavlov's dog. It's, it's, it's teaching your kid. I do this. I get this. I don't like that. Yep. It's structure. Yeah. That's what parenting is. Thrive. Giving your children kids thrive structure. on structure of yes. all ages. Absolutely. I've, I've dealt with I six years olds all the way up to 18 year olds, and every one of them needs a very structured yeah. life. I'm 30 years yeah, old, exactly. and my, my wife helps give me, give me structure. <laughs> right? Okay? I need it. Oh, it drives me nuts. But like, and that's not even. I just want. To, sorry, I would jump on that. Well, structure is like, a very bar. important thing, anyway. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when we are getting together on Mondays to put this podcast together, we we brainstorm. Right. And then I write things down, mm-hmm. and then I give us structure. Yep. You're going to talk about this, Justin. You're going to talk about this, Comrade Tommy. I'm going to cover this. Right. You yep. got to have structure to be able to build something. Absolutely. And. I mean, I jumped on my my soapbox a little bit with the spanking thing, just because i i want I want as many people out there that I can even reach all all eleven of you <laughs> that this is just like the spanking thing. It's necessary. You should do it. If you don't want to do it, that's fine. Cool. Mm-hmm. But do not not do it. Oh, do not not do it because of society. You think you're going to be arrested, or you think they're going to take your kids from you. They're not. Mm-hmm. If you cross that line, you need your kids taken away from you. The line is hard to cross. If you're not trying to abuse your children, you won't cross the line. Yep. And that's literally as civil as it gets. But, like, just the spanking thing is only the tip of the iceberg. I mean, now we have parents who are chastising over this, like, like mm-hmm. the gender thing, like, Forget like babies. That's beyond extreme. But just go into the like these kids, these parents who are giving their kids, uh, what is it? What are they called? The hormone hormone blockers. Yeah. So they can wait to have puberty until they're ready to decide their gender. Okay. One, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. You are ruining that child's life. You are ruining from the political side. That loves like, science. They're, they're really against up. science. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is child abuse. There is no there's no explanation otherwise. And any scientist, doctor, anyone who is supporting that should be fired. Like fired? They should be jailed. Yeah. That is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. These these parents who are have nine year olds who they're like, my nine no, I won't say nine. I'll go lower. Seven-year-olds who are like, my seven-year-old says he's gay, so he's gay. I mean, okay. Your kid says he's gay at seven years old. Your the only response should be, "That's nice, honey." Yep. It should not be. Let's go to the gay pride parade. Let's go yeah. have fun. That should not be the response. The response would be, "That's nice," and support that. Like my my favorite thing to like kind of like show this is. Um, Varsity Blues. The younger brother is like, he was a Jesus freak in in one scene, and then the next one he was a Buddhist, and then the next one he was all about uh, Hinduism. 
And the next one, he was all about Islam. And he was, he was Kids thir- 12, 13 years old. And he was going through a phase trying to figure out what he believed. Mm-hmm. And his parents were just like, I mean, we support him in whatever he wants to do. We're not going to push the envelope. And, you know, if he wants to do this, we'll show him this or do this. And they were just like, that's nice, honey. Do mm-hmm. you? That's very nice. Are you taking your cross to school today? You know, they were supportive. They were great parents. They were doing, well, they were actually pretty shitty parents for the football side of it. But for that, they were gold. They had that figured out, you know. And that is what you have to do. Support your children. Do not Um, enable them. Yeah, you're correct. I'll disagree with you on just a small snippet of what you said. Like the gay seven-year-old or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's inherently bad to humor the child. To... Take him to the gay pride parade. Not take him to the gay pride. Hey, let's go look at Tallywhackers spinning and whatever. But right. I mean, if you want to yeah. go and have him experience it and do it the right way, I don't have a problem with that. There was a, I, there was a big one this that's year culture. that really showed but up. That's not. I don't think that's what you meant. But yeah, but I think when you're talking about the gay, you need to. I'd be very cautious about which gay pride parade I would go. Well, to. absolutely. I think. I, yeah, I, I'm I'm thinking too much into it. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't think it's bad to take your kid to experience culture. No, for sure. For sure. But going to one, like I said, there was was a a big story that came out this year. Um, It was a, well, it was a video clip that was spread around, went viral. This kid couldn't be, I don't know, older than six, seven, seven Mm -hmm. years old, maybe. And he was out there dressed I think he had short shorts on or something like that, and he was bouncing his ass with a group of people around him all cheering because he's, you know, doing his thing and everything. That's sick. That's enabling. That's that's the line. Yeah. Not to mention getting a very young child. That's not looking good for right. the homosexual community. There's already, they already get a bad name because they think, oh, they're pedophiles and everything else, and that's bullshit. Right. Right. That's not helping. Right. But and but that's what I mean by enabling. Like, that's enabling mm-hmm. that child. That was yes, a we're very go. uncomfortable you're not, video. You're not going to participate. No, yeah. I'm not allowing go that. Go sit on the cell and watch. But you can watch, and you yeah. can be here, and you can see it, and they can see what See what, this what is the all culture about. is about, but don't yeah. take them to a gay bar. Right. Exactly. Yeah, no, nobody's <laughs> having exactly. that. Exactly. Well, that's... I mean, that would be. That's I would next. think that would be no different than what they were doing to that kid. Yeah. Oh no. Enabling him. When I say nobody's advocating that, I mean nobody in this room. Right. 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 No, for sure. But like that kid dancing and all that mm-hmm. stuff and getting all that praise. You know what that's teaching that kid? It's hey, positive reinforcement. If I exactly, and that's not what you do. No. When your kid is learning who he is. Yeah. You. I lost the word. You incur. You you. You encourage him, yeah, and in, in a way, I mean, you support him. You support but you him. Don't don't make it worse. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Let him go figure it out. When he crashes and burns, that's your opportunity to nurture yes. and to teach him something, exactly, or her, whatever. And at, at seven, you're not really doing that even as much because because you're at seven years old is a little too young to let your child crash and burn. Well, not so you, much crash and burn, I mean, but I mean, if they're I mean, experimenting something and right. they're like, I don't like this anymore, I they had this experience, I, I don't want to be this anymore. Yeah. Right. They shouldn't no, be experimenting sure. at seven like, years old anyway. I didn't, I'm not, well, they're not I'm experimenting. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, 
let's say trying the something kid new. is really excited about vacation Bible school or something, mm-hmm. and he is just full bore into mm-hmm. it, over the top, whatever, and he's just like gets there, hates it. I don't like this anymore. Yeah, yeah. that's where I'm going with. Right. It. Oh, understand. Yeah, but yeah. So, and that's just another small, you know, aspect of it. But these are huge consequences that they're going to have on these kids' lives. Like, they've, we've already had mm, mm, another criminal thing that we're allowing to happen is letting these kids transition at, like, 13 yeah. years old. Horseshit. What? Yeah. And they're not even multiple, developed. And there's been multiple yeah. ones who have already come out, like, halfway or fully through the transmission. been like, yep, that was a mistake. I shouldn't mm-hmm. have done that. Well, you done fucked up now. There ain't yeah. no going back. Well, and the, to put even more to that, I mean, isn't the suicide rate in the 40s for people that have I think had? It's higher than that. Well, that's fucking high it's, enough. It's really high. It, it's so high. It's higher than any any mental illness connection. It's higher than depression. Absolutely. By by I'm such saying, a rate that it's ridiculous. They've had the transition surgery. Now they're depressed, and the suicide rate is before like before and after. It's all yeah. together. Well, I mean, after is even worse. Is there? But yeah, just yeah, it's insane. I don't know. It's sad. And then yeah, so it was at the top. It's there. forty. 41. Yeah, 41. 41%. That's insane. Now, say that, now look up the next That's highest. Almost highest four suicide in rates 10. In the, yeah, just look up highest suicide rates. Because it's like not even 10 in anything else. Four in 10 transgenders yeah. who have the operation. At least attempt. I think I don't think it's who have the operation. It's just all of them. I don't, I don't know. Differentiated. I, I, it's not that big of a deal. It's high. It's sad. It, it's it's not something that should happen. We should be like trying to help. Yeah, the average kids. rate over the board isn't even fifteen percent. Yeah, it's fucking. Nuts. And transgender is forty. It's. I mean, that's yeah. a serious issue, and they like to blame that. They like to say that that's because they're being harassed. There is literally zero studies that support that. Yeah, I'd love I mean, to see one. I mean, maybe that's true. You know, common you sense. You can't say it's true until someone has done the research and found out it's true. Common You're sense would say that there, there's something not connecting correctly in that brain. Mm-hmm. That you're confused about who you are. You were born with this, but you don't feel like that. Yeah, that something's not connecting like well, everybody else. Mental health. Yeah, and whether it be the actual transgender issue or if it's something connected to it that just those people have yeah, I the don't same know. mental well, issue, it's just we need a to do hyper depression. Yeah, we do, but we won't because they're afraid they're going to find that it's not what they want it to be. Yeah. Regardless, like another tangent kind of, but these kids, the parenting is just not, this is not parenting. It's like the the, the overrage that women have about how someone else raises their child. And I'm sure you've seen this, Justin, mm-hmm. where like, like with the breastfeeding over it's, it's parent shaming. Yeah. It's with the breastfeeding over social media. Uh, really formula, makes it worse. Um, 
heck, wasn't it Alyssa Milano? Which I'm not a huge fan, but wasn't it her? She got completely just destroyed for like a week because she drank a glass of wine and she was pregnant. And doctors tell you that's to, fine to do that. It's it's just society, right? Yeah. No, that the the type of shaming that goes on with it is absolutely terrible. I see yeah. it all the time. Like like I said, with the chores and all that kind of stuff, it's parent shaming. You need to leave each other alone. Unless that person is actually hurting that child mentally, physically, emotionally. Kind of like with the transgender off. thing. It's just, fuck off. It's none of your business. Yeah. You know, that, you know, if somebody, you know, it even comes down to certain things like, you know, neither of our kids were breastfed. They just didn't take to it. You know, they had the formula. They actually yeah. ate. They did great on it. But people are freaks about that. Oh, you have to breastfeed. There's so much. Okay, I'm sure it's great. There's science behind that. Formula is just fine. I'm really not wonders. sure. I'm really not sure if it's the same in humans. But I do know in animals. <laughs> Maybe it's not. I don't know. Like, is there like colostrum in... Do they have that, like, equivalent? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, though? So when, like, a dog or a cow or a pig, from my experience, has a baby, they have to, like, it's very important that they get the milk out of the mother, like, right after they're born. That their first feeding is that. No, I mean, it definitely that. helps. There's definitely because, a connection thing between that child yeah. and the mother. Well, it's not and that. There's, it's just that. No, 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 I know. It's a lot of antibodies. and Yeah, and there is, but formula especially nowadays has the same shit it's amazing yeah. yeah it's amazing so don't if you're a you know soon to be parent or you you have a baby right now do not feel bad about using formula it's expensive as shit but don't feel bad for using it the shit is great for the baby right. so right. use it if the baby's not taking to breast milk it's better that it actually eats something right than not eating enough yeah, you have so, options. And I will say... And if you want to breastfeed, breastfeed, which I would probably advocate for. But if your kid doesn't yeah. take care, it doesn't take to it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not Yeah, I I'm not going for either here. way. I'm just saying we need to leave each other the hell alone. Yeah, that's Especially your Especially for shit like that that doesn't matter. You know, you have... And I will say, it is expensive. So if you want, don't go for Infamil. I will say against that. Go uh, the Target. Target has a brand. It's exactly the same thing as Infamil, which is like the big brand, mm-hmm. half the price. Hey. I will not stoop for Target. It's a basic well, bitch. Well, basic bitch. Um, but yeah, they even show on the on the container everything that's in it compared to Infamil. But hey, if I can save you a couple of bucks, go for it. We are not sponsored by Target in any way. And Infamil, I'm sorry, but you're too expensive. <laughs> right. What else you got to say about on your assignment, Tommy? Anything? No, I really just kind of hit it. Any more bullet points? So I want to finish this out um, on that topic and this Mm -hmm. whole topic is where are people getting these goofy fucking ideas? I don't know. Somebody's... Where where do you think? I think they're trying to out-leftist them like each other. Yeah, you're almost there. fucking crazy can I Oh, you have an answer. You're almost there. Oh, no. Well, I mean, look at kids that grew up in the 50s, mm-hmm. 40s, mm-hmm. or 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s even. Some of right. the 90s kids got their ass whooped. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Where does where, where do theories come from? 
academic research. Okay. The college campus. Mm-hmm. Leftist. Right. Activist. Mm-hmm. Who runs television? Same. Oh, yeah. We're going deep. Huh? So do you guys remember Melissa, who Melissa Harris Perry is? Why does that sound familiar? Well, you're going to find out. All right. Um, I like this. If you don't know who Melissa Harris Perry is, you're among the vast majority of Americans. But if you're familiar with the ex-MSNBC host and you're not race-baiting, you're not a race-baiting, race-baiting leftist, you'll enjoy a look back at her. Um, she did a video, or it was part of an interview, um, and I'm going to read this snippet from it. We have never invested as much in public education as we should have because we've always had kind of a private notion of children. Your kid is yours and totally your responsibility. We haven't had a very collective notion of these are our children. So part of it is we have to break through our kind of private idea that kids belong to their parents or kids belong to their families and recognize that kids belong to whole communities wrong once it's everybody's responsibility and not just the households then we start making better investments so that's not what happened with public education (laughs) actually the more we spend the worse the kids do yep Hmm. these people are nuts your your child is not your responsibility mental health yep coupon code mental health one word Good gravy. That's crazy. Cock damn it. Uh, well, I've I'm had about s- enough of talking about this bullshit. I'm spent. Yeah, I know. I need to smoke. It's, it's hot up here. Post podcast coitus smoke. Um, check our website out. Um, orphansoftheamericandream.com. Um, Twitter is OAD underscore studios. My Twitter is OAD underscore Sasquatch. Tommy. My Twitter is the mad American one. And I'm the Justin Rogers. Um, you can also check us out at OAD underscore studios on Instagram. We're also on Facebook. Just search orphans of the American dream. Like us, share us. Spread the love, love each other, peace bitches.